0: hey how you guys doing this is the producer from brothers comics welcome to our game of Thrones recap podcast i know what you did last winter presented by brothers comics it has been a very long time between feedings um the white walkers may have awakened and then went back to sleep since the last time we recorded this podcast on the line i have my two favorite westerosians if that's a real word on the line tonight it's the sandman sandman say what's happening it's the squire I think.
1: squire or sir I, I promoted myself i am now sir sandman so what's going on yeah. people it's been a while it, good to be back
0: it's been a very long while and also on the line tonight it's our uh aficionado it's the grand maester brother Beals. hey what's up yeah, man, we're good. We're good. Yes, it's just been a long time. We kind of, we kind of just got caught up in doing one other podcast, and then we got caught up in not doing any podcast, and then so we're, we're coming back to this as we still have many, many months before we get to the final season of Game of Thrones. Uh, so our walkthrough, episode by episode, or essentially almost scene by scene, uh, will kind of take you right up to that point. Um, whereas we have to go through seasons one, two. Three? I think y'all started doing it with uh, Big Hutchin around at season four or maybe five. I'm not really sure. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's a, it's a nice, fun walkthrough. This episode's been in the in the queue for many, many months. Um, and that we, I'm quite familiar with it as uh, we get into it tonight. So yeah, to, to recap the last episode, not us, the last episode, which was the Golden Crown, which is essentially was the death of. Uh, the tar- brother. What was his name, brother? Uh, Viserys. Viserys. Yes. Viserys got the golden crown, uh, literally, mm-hmm. and uh, he's gone. And now yeah, she I gotta, is allegedly I gotta, I gotta, is the last I got. This could be a tar- stretch.
2: Game. I got to get my name game back on point. I haven't been in this mode for yes, a while. Just, you, yeah, you right. Might hear some, start
0: uh, stretching your wrinkles. Uh, yeah. yeah, we kind of rely on you too. Yeah, you don't. Because <laughs> we don't know. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you done wrinkled my brain, man. Trying to get me to get these names out again. So yeah, we're <laughs> oh, good. I was got, to you, do know, this, you know, shit. So this, you have got to loosen up your your tongue with some of these names. You know, whatever. So, all right. So episode seven opens up. The title of the episode is "You Win or You Die." Um, we'll we'll catch where that actually comes from here in a little bit. But the opening scene, we get our first appearance. We are big comic book fans, so we get the first appearance of Tywin Lannister, head of the Lannister clan, father to Jamie, Cersei, and uh, Tyrion. Uh, this makes his first appearance here in the um, in the entire series, uh, and it's a quite an appearance because you see him gutting a stag, essentially skinning that thing mm-hmm. from root to Tuta as they used to say and he and Jamie are having this conversation about um, the Lannister the Lannister name the Lannister clan is actually what has gone over in the past six episodes um brother beavis a complicated relationship between father and son yeah
2: you uh as you go through this you can tell kind of where everyone's issues stem from cuz tywin is like he's strong he's a tick, he hates them all he's just he's just he is a great antagonist and uh, <laughs> he he he's, he fucked up all
0: his kids. Yeah, yeah. very much so. Uh, Jamie has fled uh, King's Landing because at the end episode six, he had his battle, and I'm going to put air quotations about that with uh, Ned Stark, and didn't quite work out the way that he wanted. As one of his henchmen like stabbed Ned through the leg, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and so it made him flee. And so now he's there, and essentially, you know, Tyrion, or excuse me, Tywin is like, basically, you know, you may be clever, you may be funny, but you need to start to live up to this name that I have given you. And if you don't live up to it over the next couple of months, you know, we can either establish a dynasty that will last a thousand years, or we're going to go out like some bitches like the Targaryens. I mean, that's basically what he tells me. He's <laughs> like, I need you to be the man that you're supposed to be. Yeah. And, um, you know, and what I was saying too this is a complicated relationship with fathers, and you see that as a theme throughout the entire series, right, Stanley?
1: Yeah, very much so. You see it with uh, King Baratheon, and now with uh, Tywin, we're finally introduced to him, and see what what kind of a dick he really is, because they've kind of foreshadowed that he was kind of a fearful, uh, stern character already, so when we finally see him, and he completely delivers on that, uh, uh, kudos to that actor, I believe his name is... uh, Dance, I can't remember his first name, his last name is Dance, though, he's very good in this role, he's one of them roles that he's <laughs> a person just born to play, because you just always get that sense of dread when he's on the screen, uh, yeah, he doesn't like any of his kids, <laughs> and it's, and it's no wonder they, they are all fucked up in one way or the other, so, uh, yeah, great character, good villain.
0: Well, yeah. ducks have ducks, and uh, he's a little bit messed up in and of itself, is that all? Uh, make itself well apparent as the series goes on a little bit. Um, he has basically said to his son, we need to get um, the other one back. We need to get Tyrion back. He needs to come back. Um, and every day that he's away, it weakens our name. So I want you to take half our troops and go to, I think it's to River Run, wherever uh, the Tully house is. I want you to go over there and overrun that shit and let them know that the Lannisters always paid their debts for holding that brother for holding Tyrion captive and you know I, I love how he taunts him with Jamie like at the beginning of that scene you gonna say yeah. something clever that's, that's almost <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, that's got it. if he didn't have that uh, that accent it would have a tinge of black mom to it you gonna yeah, say something clever yeah, right. you got something funny to say
1: yeah yeah he yeah, it, 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 yeah he really, go ahead yeah I was just gonna say he, he sent out that pre-shut the fuck up but even before he could say mm-hmm. anything it was uh, it's funny as hell uh, such
0: a dick but it's funny as hell yeah so so he's gonna lead the men out to house tully out in the river Run, and that's basically at most of that scene um yeah i mean just a you know a good scene a good opening part to his character establishes him essentially as a heel already and there's i mean he, there's really no redemption arc or anything for him as this story moves on and he's, um, he's so getting a stag
2: uh, in the scene which is the symbol of house Baratheon, right
0: Yes. Yeah, that's so true. Look at, see now you're yeah. Look at you. Yeah. He's warmed his brain up, people. <laughs> 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 to use an NBA parlance, as the draft on, uh, it was a heat check. He start. He's gonna get buckets. Uh, it, it it's coming. So uh, that scene shifts out of where now? Where are they? Are they just out in the field for battle, or is that like outside the Red Keep? Right I think the
2: they're like somewhere in the Riverlands, or maybe in the the Lannister lands, or something like that. They're not.
0: They're not too close, I, I don't think. But I don't know. okay, so they're out fighting. So, yeah, all right. So they're just getting towards the battle. All right. Scene one opens into scene two, and it shifts to the gardens of King's Landing. And you would think, like, oh, you know, a garden scene, something good's gonna happen here.
1: Mm, or, or <laughs> or <Nah>. not. <laughs> <laughs> not
0: exactly. Uh, Ned and yeah, Ned and Cersei have a um, a conversation, uh, and that's an air quotation as well. Um, and it, it's, it's a great opening scene where she comes in or the, the camera angle is just yeah. like she's looking over him or looking down, you know. It's like, you know, essentially, are you okay? Are you still hurt, you know, because he's still recovering from his injuries. And, um, you know, basically this scene boils down to Ned telling her, like, hey, I know who the father of your kids is, brother. Reed. Yeah,
2: yeah. And they have a, a nice exchange, and then she's like, yeah, what of it? And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then he's you know i think ned has the misconception that like she's just been a bitch all her life and i don't think we've got the whole story at this point but yeah cersei was happy to be his his wife at first uh but then the whole thing mm-hmm. fell apart and we that gets teased out yeah. but yeah she throws everything in his face uh you know they are like the
0: complete opposites mm-hmm. yeah he's like yeah I know Jamie's the father of your kids, And he's like, and yeah. what? Targaryens did this shit for 300 years. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, they kept to keep the bloodlines pure. You know, we shared a womb. We was twins. Like, you know, whatever. He's like, that
2: ain't the only you womb know, you shared.
0: They- <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so Ned essentially is trying to be a good guy still. He's like, look, you know, when the king comes back from the hunt, uh, I'm going to tell him what happens. You take some men, you take your kids, get the hell away from here, because wherever you go, um, Robert's wrath will surely follow. And her follow-up line to that would have sent chills up my spine had I could. if he could feel like uh, his legs anymore, because I don't think he could feel it. If he could, it should have sent all kinds of chills up there. Like, what about my wrath, No. Um, yeah, right. I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, um what? Because I don't, I don't think he, I think he kind of has an idea of how deceitful and um how, whatever that Cersei is, but I don't think he fully understands it, because he's probably underestimating her because he's a woman. Um, he doesn't so, understand. Yeah, it's, uh-huh. it, it's, no, and it's great, and as you, she does tell that story of Robert and wanting to be married to him. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, I, you know, he was mine by oath, and, you know, on his wedding night, you know, he came in and did whatever business he could even being drunk and he was like uh what what's the what's the sister's name the who liana yeah, right yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. Liana yeah, like, yeah yeah liana yeah he was like i'm a live girl and you worshiping a dead corpse so she always had it in for him anyway after that point and you know and that was really the end and you know uh, cersei is the character you love to hate to quote my uh to quote big hot you know, um, but at least at this point in time, she's still almost kind of sort of sympathetic. Near the end of this episode, you won't feel that way. But at least through this particular episode, she's actually a somewhat sympathetic figure. You know, what would you think about that scene, Sandman?
1: Uh, strong scene because, you know, they're basically put, kind of putting their cards on the table. Especially you already uh, uh, talked about it when uh, Ned confronts her about the... Her and Jamie doing the nasty, basically, and uh, not even basically just period. And uh, she's like, yeah. "Yeah, so what? What you expect me to be shocked? Yeah. <laughs> you expect me to reel and tear? Yeah. yeah, it's just like, yes, like, I don't give a mm-hmm. fuck." And that kind of gives yeah. you an uh, idea what kind of person she is, uh, what, she'll, what links she'll go to, and yeah, this is um, yeah. the uh, story about Robert and how she actually did love him at first. I, I don't remember that from the first uh, time through, so that was kind of a revealing thing to me. And um, makes it even more uh, tells even more why she's hates him so much now. With the backstory
0: with Lyanna Stark and stuff. Her, so, yeah, go ahead. Her backstory gets fleshed out a lot later on, uh, like without spoiling too much. You know, we talk about how she was, she grows up, and then you know she meets, uh, I guess, like a witch, and a lot of that stuff gets fleshed out in that way. But that's a long ways away. She does get a chance brother, that she
2: is going to become. The character she does in like season six at this point
0: yeah right Mm-mm. no it, and as the seasons go on um and you know trying not to spoil too much or whatever there's a portion of you that you know feels almost bad for her when her son becomes king you yeah. know because it seems like a lot of times she's not necessarily fully behind this but she also doesn't have like the you know the, I don't know about the wherewithal or the power to stop it. Um, it, it you know it's just a weird, it's a weird relationship. But I mean it should be you know incestuous son. You know I mean it should be weird. Mm-hmm. You know, but she does. Brother Beavers get the chance to drop the name of the show, uh, in there, which I'm always a big fan of when they drop the name of the show in, in there. The episode she, uh, right? She drops the yeah in this no, episode. And she drops the, the name of the episode because in, in the Game Thrones, Yeah, and the, the name of the episode died. too. Oh, wow. Yeah, the name of the episode and the, and the name of the show. Nice. Right? When you play the Game of Thrones, you either win or you die, which is the name of the episode. And then there's the other part of this, too, where she tells Jamie it was like, or uh, Ned, like, hey, you could have been Robert. You could have been King. You didn't, you know, Jamie was sitting on the throne and you didn't do anything about it. And, you know, you that's your fault. And, you know, Ned's like, oh, you know, that wasn't a mistake. You know, I made a lot of mistakes. That wasn't one of them. She's like, hmm, I don't know about oh, okay. that. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, it's, and again, so much of this, and this is something that we've talked about. If you go listen through the episodes back to back or whatever, you'll hear us be like, yeah, some of this stuff was really obvious when on the second, third, fourth watches. Uh, that was not as obvious when you obviously watch it the first time. Uh, but, yeah. So, yeah, that's one of the great, uh, really good scenes. I, I I, know Hutch said he loves to hate Cersei, but I kind of, like, hate the hater. She's uh, just it's not one of my faves. All right, so we shift again. Uh, the next scene is at uh, the brothel, or the whorehouse, uh, that is run by Littlefinger. Um, the N-word did make its appearance, uh, and it makes an appearance a lot in this particular scene uh, for Game of Thrones this week. Uh, as Roz, the... Uh, uh, See where, where, where oh hold on where are they from brother Beavis? Roz? where did she come from she's from, from yeah. the
2: uh, she's from the north she came down remember theon was yeah brother. she's from winterfell
0: yeah yeah she was yeah, yes from winterfell that's right i couldn't remember the name see she's from winterfell and she's made her way to the big house she did called up to the big leagues for horn um you know <laughs> cause they got her up in the big house and uh at the brothel up there in King's Landing, and basically the the, the scene evolves. It's gratuitous in its nature in terms of the nudity, and it's also like the probably the most telling scene of who Littlefinger is as a person and character that you have to deal with as this series goes on. Now he's somebody that I love mm-hmm. to hate. What do you think about this scene, si- short of the nudity? And mind, let, let me say this first, and we've all talked about this uh, particularly on certain things. Roz has great boobs. She has no ass at all. Like when she did a side profile, I could all I could almost see through her. But go ahead, brother. B. Yeah,
2: I mean, is it's, it's just the weird power dynamic, you know, the, the the way he uses storytelling to sort of, like, give people <laughs> messages. It's just, yeah, he's he's a creeper, to be sure, A creeper <laughs> in first order. That's I was putting it lightly.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as he's teaching them how to please these the uh, a customer, he was like, you know, y'all sound ridiculous with yeah. all this whooping and this whaling or whatever. He's like telling them what to do like the whole way through, and they're like, oh, you know, you want to join in? He was like, no, nah, I'm good. Like my heart belongs to another, which was established early on in the series about his love for, uh, for Catherine Stark, mm-hmm. and he doesn't want to do that. And then he tells another story about how he lost in a a, a duel uh, for her affections and at that point in time he figured out he's like oh okay I'm gonna use every other power I can to essentially screw over people he says fuck them I'm gonna fuck them over in every way possible that has nothing to do with having sex with them and that's his character right there in a nutshell that's going to exist as as long as he's on this show that's basically what he's doing looking for ways to fuck people and not get fucked himself Um, just I mean dude is amazing I sent y'all a text the other day that was don't don't ask me why I was watching uh, The Dark Knight Rises. But I'm like watching this scene, that opening scene with Bane uh, in the plane, you know, who wears the mask? Why does he wear the right. mask? And I'm like, man, why does that dude look so familiar? I mean, he's doing an American accent. Yeah, no, so like, no mustache. Yeah. I could, but, yeah, I couldn't figure it. And I was just like, oh, oh, that's Littlefinger. Uh-huh. With his little afro I see how he was yeah. but yeah but it, yeah just a real good scene um I, yeah I mean this is like a, 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 I think I text y'all this is like one of my favorite episodes because there's so much going on the worst parts are coming up like because it does hit some skids here as you go out to um to go out to the wall but like the first opening scenes of this really set it up and it's like a 57 minute episode and for the most part except for the stuff at the wall it's all like Kind of, you know, very, very relevant, at least moving forward. I um, feel like they probably so somewhere along
2: too. the line were like, man, we got to do more stuff with Roz. Because, like, she got a lot of, she <laughs> got a push throughout. And she's yeah. really good, too, aside from the fact that she's beautiful. Uh, I mean, she, yeah. she's awesome.
0: Yes, yeah, she is. she is. And And like I said, I mean, minus her ability to not have any capes at all. You know, she's a really good
2: actor, actress as well. I think you, know, you could just say she's well. not butt cheeks at all.
0: No, she is definitely not butt cheeks. She is uh, long backed, uh, high thighed, uh, however you want to put it. But yeah, it's nothing working well on that part of it. But yeah, just just a great scene for Littlefinger, and he gets another one here coming up later on. Uh, as we shift out again, we go out to Winterfell. I think I titled it in the notes to y'all, Theon Takes Another L. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking the same thing when I saw yeah, it. Uh, yeah. Theon is the- like Mike Boyan. Yeah. There's <laughs> <laughs> oh, a wrestling reference. Yeah. Uh, well, but you no, know, you can't say that. That, that. No, he's like Sam Houston. He's like Sam Houston because well, when did he win the TV? When does he win the TV title when he takes Winterfell? You know, I knew you was gonna. I, I yeah, exactly. I knew you was gonna say that too. And um, <laughs> but like what I'm saying, he <laughs> he actually gets some offense at some point uh, in time, yeah. but ultimately, like he's going to lose. <laughs> like when things you think it's going right, he's gonna get hit with a boot. He's going to get hit with, you know, <laughs> the, the turnbuckle's going to get unloosened. and eventually he's going to take an L. <laughs> so this one, uh, what's her name? Is it Osha or it's Osha? It's Osha. Or, wait, Asha. yeah, Osha. Okay. Yeah, this is, they had to
2: change, it. I think her name was O-S-H-A in the book, and they had to change it because Theon's sister was named Asha with an A, so they called her Yara, and this mm. is still Asha.
0: So. Mm. Mm. Okay, well, she... It uh, was it the last episode or two episodes ago. Remember, she got captured. The wildlings were headed south of the wall. They run out there while um, the littlest start. Bran, mm-hmm. Brand is out there riding his uh, his uh, crippled horse, and um, they you know they run up on him and you know think they're going to get the jump on the little lord, and then Theon um, and what is it? Yep. Rob wind up you know making the the, the hot tag save. Mm-hmm. And then they capture her after they kill the other ones, and they keep her captured here at Winterfell. And you know she's just doing odd jobs, I guess. I don't you know? know what she's doing in this
2: pile the- of sticks. I I have no idea. Yeah. yeah, She's all up in the sticks business. I have no idea what she's trying to accomplish. I know she was making a mattress
1: or something, or a medieval mattress, Stacking or sticks. A, a fire, or yeah, or whatever. I have no idea.
0: Yeah, it's not a, it's a, it's, it is a weird scene, and then, of course, Dion would be in it, because he's a weird dude. Yep, right. And so, as you said, he's a creeper, and so he comes up, and essentially, I think, honestly, I think he's trying to impress her. Like, you know, you should should be impressed, you know, I come from the Iron Islands, Uh, I'm a lord, well, and she's, like, fucking with him, like, you're not, how can you be a lord if your your dad's still alive? uh Yeah, What yeah and he goes he's like are you mocking me essentially like are you fucking with right. me and and she's like oh I don't even know what that means or whatever and then and, and Theon instead of you know being like okay you know I'm gonna play this out verbally and you know whatever he's like go straight
2: to me <laughs> like, basically what he was about to
0: do <laughs> yeah. I can see only
2: one strategy here
0: <laughs> yeah, Exactly. Yeah, I used to feel Are you mocking me? Oh
2: I used to feel bad for Theon. <laughs> That's a I used to
1: feel bad for Theon, but man, he makes his own L's so much and just shuts himself up for yeah, yeah. defeat so much. He's gotta be you know he's uh, gotta be in the game a little more than he did than he is and he deserves a lot of the crappy t- uh,
0: <sighs> Well, uh, I, I and I will definitely dispute if he deserved any of the crap that he is going to take. Well, not but, not not uh, that
1: much, like you know, down the line. But I'm talking about but now. He, yeah, he's not he's not absolutely he likable. He doesn't yet. help himself. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say.
2: He was just yeah. trying no, to take that, the I'll record for most bad decisions away from Ned Stark. And. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Yeah.
0: In all his time there, that's what he learned. Yeah. As, as he I learned but from that start. Like, I learned yeah. to
2: just always do stupid shit.
0: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Without honor, yeah. though. Like, I'm going to do dumb stuff, but with no honor at all whatsoever. <laughs> I'm just going to do dumb <laughs> things. Yeah. Uh, so, Master Lewin comes in with the hot tag, Dave, to stop this rape from happening <laughs> motion. <laughs> awesome. You know, I mean, he's right there. I mean, golly, man, that's like watching it with my wife. So I'm like, oh, dude, really? Come on, man, don't do that. Um, And so, you know, he sends Theon away after a dig of, like, you know, I thought she was a captain. We're like, are those things mutually excusable? Yeah. And gives him, like, the rock eyebrow himself. And Theon walks out, and then she starts to describe, you know, essentially, like, I can handle myself around a punk-ass bitch like Theon but also he's like why did you come this way he's like i wasn't trying to stop here i was trying to get as far south as i could you know she tells the story of the white walkers and lewin doesn't believe her and uh he's like oh no they what i think the line is like oh that was something he's like no they weren't they didn't go away they just had been sleeping you know for all this time mm-hmm. you know and the white walkers it comes an epi- it becomes an issue in the next episode but it also is just like a background thing mm-hmm. to everything else Now and uh, is, is that the issue in the books, Brother Beavers, or do they play a bigger role? Yeah, the,
2: they're much bigger in the show than they are in the book. I mean, you don't you don't really get mm-hmm. any of the overt scenes like you have as we come up on the city. They're just really a threat. Um, mm-hmm. There's a, I think what they do in season one is fairly consistent with the book. Um, but then as you go farther and farther, the White Walkers play a much, much bigger role in the show mm-hmm. than they do in the book, mm-hmm. active role
0: anyway. Mm -hmm. okay Okay. yeah well and the funny thing is is that you know moving completely forward they've painted themselves into the absolute corner with this thing you know at this point um, or at the you know in the latter parts of the season so um, yeah get used to the white walkers but not so much here even as we start to close out season one all right our next shift of scene is to the wall speaking of um, uh, these scenes are not great um, to me um and that's what i was saying like man the scenes are like going really well and then it like kind of hits the skids and then it picks back up again um we're out at the wall john and sam are having a conversation um john was sam misses girls or something and then we see a horse on the distance you know everybody thinks it's a rider but there is just a horse there's no rider on there and it turns out to be uncle Benjamin's um horse but no uncle Benjamin. uh the callback for this is amazing by the way um Hmm. Like literally, yeah. <laughs> okay, the, the Uncle Benjamin callback later on when it does play mm-hmm. off it's like, wait, what? Like for real? Yeah. Like it, it's yeah. You gotta hold on for a while for this callback, and then we head back out to King's Landing. Um, let's see. Oh, Ridley. Yeah. Uh right. Ridley comes running in and to tell Ned who's limping around. Like, hey, uh, there was a problem, you know, on the hunt. You know Robert and then we go to this long scene and it is a very long scene that winds up playing itself out as King Robert Baratheon is on his deathbed and as Ned arrives in there he's telling his son uh, to Joffrey, like you know I wasn't a very good father to you I should have done these other things you know and all these other issues and it just you know it becomes this death scene and you can tell on the look on Joffrey's face he actually yeah. cared for his father in some yeah. way shape or yeah. form you know you wouldn't have anticipated that initially, but he definitely cared for his dad because it plays right across his face. Um, but yeah, he's you know a poor father, and that's basically you know the opening of that scene. Now, I put uh, my notes here, like when Ned comes in there, that's literally the first time I've ever seen Cersei scared. Like that look on her face, right. because she wasn't able to probably put her plot or plan in place ahead of, ahead of mm-hmm. this. Like, she legitimately looked scared. Did you see that, brother? Yeah. And Sammy?
2: yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and okay. there's a path where things could have gone differently here.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. Right. But it didn't. <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> <It just, laughs> did. Spoiler yeah. Yeah, but it didn't.
2: Yeah,
0: uh, and so Robert's yeah. like, you he's know. He's like, Robert, he's scared. like, get out yeah. of here.
2: Robert, my sweet. She tries to play the sweet card. Yeah, she tries to, yeah. Yeah. She's like,
0: get out! (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and a scene that we didn't really touch on in the opening scene with her and Ned is that, you know, in the previous episode he gave her the five fingers to the face, you know. Um, You know, when she was questioning him you know, after uh, Tyrion had gotten captured by his, you know, by Catherine. You know, and she's talking to him and he said he wasn't going to be the hand anymore, you know he gave her the right across the face so I mean you know she probably has some whatever feelings for him but obviously she's ready to get out of this thing too because you know she knows it's going to be best for her but as uh, Ned clears the room or Robert clears the room it's just him too I think his line to him is like you drunken fool or something to that effect. Right. you know like you really messed up and you know he starts to tell the story you know about what happened it was a, a bore that got him bored um, you know he's, yeah. And I, I want my funeral to be the biggest in the land. I want everybody to taste because he said I stabbed that thing through the eye, and I want everybody to taste the pig that got me. Um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's like a real, like okay, oh, and, and Ned is just sitting there like, uh, all right. I like beat to take this pig and do all that, but yeah, but he makes a royal decree. You know, I like the part he's like. Robert Marathi King of that yeah. you know all the titles <laughs> yeah yeah just, just put them in yeah
1: that
0: was, that was pretty fun that was funny <laughs> uh, titles 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 <laughs> so and Ned uh, writes out the final thing and basically he appoints Ned protector of the realm and uh, essentially he's king until Jaffe becomes well a but Ned, Ned makes the switch
2: another... so Ned we'll, we'll Ned get into that what we'll get into that he just wrote it. No, go ahead. Then. Yeah, wait, so wait. Ned doesn't write. He go says ahead. until Joffrey comes of age, and Ned writes until my rightful heir comes of age.
0: Oh, see, I didn't catch that. Man. Yeah, well, they got to read. See, they, Look at you, man. Yeah, they did show him writing that. I don't
1: like reading. Yeah, that. I didn't realize that either at
0: first. Oh, okay. I just thought that was just them being, you know, like a director's flourish by putting that in there. So he's the rightful heir. Oh, but you know what. Ned deserved that shit. Nah. <laughs> he deserved everything he get. Then you know what I mean. That, that, mm, okay. Yeah. Now that that makes a it puts a whole different spin on it. But well, okay, So yeah, what he well. should have
2: done would been like, look, I know you're dying and all, and this is gonna suck, but, uh, but, but <laughs> this is what's happening. Why don't we pull more people mm, yeah, in here, exactly. and you can directly order things to go down?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That didn't yeah. happen. Yeah, Ned didn't, yeah, he didn't want to do that on his deathbed, and I get it, but yeah, you're right, but again, if he does that, then this season ends, this whole show ends in season one, and then that's it, the wrap of it, so, uh, one of his other deathbed decrees is, the don't kill Daenerys, you know, all this time that they wanted her to kill her because she's a Targaryen, she got dragon blood, all uh, this plot of foot, Ned wouldn't do it, it was one of the reasons that he quit being the Hand of the King initially, and uh, he's like, you were right, actually on the deathbed it was like uh, it felt like that line where Vader's dying in uh, Jedi Uh. tell your sister you were right about me (laughs) Um, so he tells (laughs) that he's right and um, he's like you know blah 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 do all these things get me something for the pain and let me die and then boom you know, Ned walks out give him milk of the poppy and then he's out into the hallway and that's the end of Robert we don't see him anymore Uh, which is a shame because he's such a great character in this, you know, and the fact that he doesn't even actually appear in all seven episodes. I think he's actually only in four of them, but he chews every scene that he's in, and, you know, we're going to lose here King Robert. What do you think about that, brother?
2: Yeah, I mean, on the one hand, he's just a ridiculous overactor, but he's such Mm -hmm. a big character, um, and you can see, like, the whole thing, like, how he – He only wanted to win the war. He never wanted to be king, like that. That all comes out, Mm -hmm. and and he does. He has some great scenes where he like dials it down. There's that that one tremendous scene with him and Cersei. It's, I mean, he's, he's, I think the guy has range. They typically dial him up to the Mm -hmm. top of that range for almost every scene he's in. But yeah, he was he was good. He was he was great in this role. Yeah, I
0: just yeah, I just you know I. Him and Cotton Mouse laughs make me laugh every time I hear it. Yeah. You know? Like every time I hear Robert laugh or every time I hear Cotton Mouth laugh, it just makes put the smile on my face because it's just like, yeah, I wish I could belly laugh like that. So, alright. Um, so Ned goes out into the hallway and uh the spider what's the spider's real Varus. name? Varus. Varus oh. is like i mean, he's already laying the plot yeah. that you know what, um she did it. she, <laughs> <you> know, uh, <laughs> it's like yeah oh you mean the Lannister yeah. squire how, oh, how did he get so thrown? oh sure. his squire mm, that's yeah. nice what yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. about yeah, yeah. the Lannister boy yeah, yeah I think it, the line is something to the effect of those was nice of him to make sure that he had plenty yeah, of wine such refreshment you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly so yeah uh and Ned, I think, does get it a little bit. It becomes more apparent in a future episode, too. But um, he does try to tell Varys, too, like, hey, Robert decreed nothing for Daenerys, and you know, I don't want her to die. He's like, um, my bad. Well, yeah. Um, that bird is already <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, man. Yeah, about uh, that. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He probably already did uh, So My bad, bro. Um, and." You know, and that's like, kind of sad about that, too. And um, and that, that ends that scene. That ends Robert's run. And uh, that's it. Yeah, just, I mean, like I said, great scene interrupted by the goofy scene out at the wall. And then we have to go back to the wall here in, the in a minute. But, yeah, and now we're off to the Dothrak. Um, There's a couple of moments here we're going to call back on some of these things where you have to be listeners to many of our different podcasts so you might not get it so I'll have to explain it because you could be a first time listener or whatever but with the Dothraki um Daenerys is trying to convince um Cal to uh you know want to get this Iron Throne now that her brother is dead she has to convince him to be the one that wants to, to, to go get the throne and um Cal is I have the dialogue in my own personal language here uh, Daenerys tries to convince Cal to capture the throne. Cal's like, "Nah, water, <laughs> Daenerys. We, we could get some ships." <laughs> this, is, this is literally what I have written down. Right. Cal is like, "Nah, water, <laughs> Daenerys. We could get some ships." <laughs> nah, nah, horses. <laughs> that's basically. <it. laughs> I mean, that's basically. Yeah, I mean, and, we're, and it's all in Dothraki, too. I mean, you, of course, you read the captions or whatever. We're not, you know, whatever, interpreters or whatever. But I was just like, essentially, that was basically it. He was like, mm, Nah, I'm good. I don't need a throne. I'm good. I got these horses. Nah, wa- Mm-mm. water, too? Mm-mm. Nah, we're good. <laughs> Thanks, hon. Appreciate it. But this also kicks off a long scene, too, where the plot to kill Daenerys uh, is going to happen. Uh, but let's put this out on the table really quick first. Um, and as much as I like the character maybe not as much later on one, uh, Jorah sells out completely um, and two, he sold out to try to get some booty we can talk about how that's going to play out later on but that's basically it um, he thought he was going to get some ass and it didn't work out and um, yeah so that and, in a sense watching that I'm like man as much as I like Jorah uh, I, I, I kind of hate the fact that he sold out like that but yeah, he's smitten, is my note. Um, and so as they go to the market, um, he, he, he does one of those other things where we talked about in a previous episode. It was so obvious that he was running out to go do something wrong. <laughs> yeah. I need to go check the mail. No, I'll come with you. No, 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 we're good. No, 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 no. <laughs> I got to go return no, to no, some video. No, no, no. No, no, Yeah. 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 <laughs> Don't bother yourself. Yeah, no, 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 we're good. We're I'll good. be right um, back. Yeah. I have to go. Yeah, I have to go get something from the ship's captain. Like, what? I'll go with you. No, 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 We're good. Um, and so he runs into uh, Varus's bird, who's like, hey, you know, here's a full pardon, uh, you know, uh, from the spider. A message from the spider. You've gotten a full pardon. And, and you know, basically you can go home again as he had been um, exiled from home because of his, uh, what, he participated in the slave trade or something like that or he sold slaves. Is that right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he okay. his wife bro- uh, spent all his money. So, he captured some wildlings Mm -hmm. and sold them into slavery. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: So, once he, yeah, he gets the note and he's just like, oh, okay. And so, as he starts to head back, he starts to see the plot to assassinate Daenerys unfolding. There's a wine steward, he's there, he's, you know, talking to everybody, trying to get him to buy these caskets of wine. He sees Daenerys to have this conversation, he's like, yeah, you know, oh, you know, no, you don't want this, this is trash, this is Dornish swill. Yeah, uh, you know i got this other one for you and he, you know he breaks out the casket or whatever here take this one and jorah comes off he's like um yeah i don't know about this he's like why don't you open it like, oh okay I'm like you try it oh like, uh, no i'm not worthy of this you know no i can't do it and then daenerys kind of sees it too she's like drink it <laughs> and he tries to take off and that doesn't work out for him yeah I know some people don't care for Daenerys, the actress, and her acting. She actually does yeoman's work in this scene, Sandman. man.
1: Yeah. Um, are you talking about the scene or are you just talking about her acting?
0: Just her acting in general in this scene because she's not a great actress. We, I think she's, we can all agree yeah, on she, that. If we can't, we're going to have problems. Yeah,
1: she's not the best at time. I think she, over, t- over the time of the uh, uh, show, got a bit better. Uh, I didn't notice it as much mm. later on, but uh, yeah, she's not. First of all, you can tell she's not a blonde. Really, that always kind of bothered me to begin with. <laughs> they just leave her her freaking eyebrows are as brunette as they can be, and she's got this jet blonde hey. freaking hair. But you know, whatever, that's just me. Whatever, but yeah, she's a um, uh, she's she's decent in it. But there were times where I was like, eh, she's not the best actress in the world. That's pretty That's pretty apparent and stuff. But, I mean, she's fine And I mean, you know, I can't imagine her not being in the role now. But, uh, yeah, at the beginning, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: We could have probably had somebody else in anyway. it. Yeah, this... <laughs> yeah.
0: I just thought she did really well in this scene. Like, you know, the, her... I don't know. I just thought she did really well in this scene. Because a lot of times it's just like her being doe-eyed... And like just kind of reading words, mm-hmm. and like you know, she was actually able to emote in this scene a little bit. So I don't know. So yeah, the wine cellar tries to dip. That doesn't work as he gets. Um, I, I put in my notes. He gets Indiana Jones, uh, a movie I didn't yeah, see, yeah. but I know what it's about.
2: You and, know, it's uh, <laughs> a dude with a whip. Yeah. Um, yeah, he
0: gets. Yeah, it yeah, had something to do with the. He gets whiff, doth, but, doth rocked. Yeah, yeah. so. Yeah. Whatever. You I want think
2: call the. It. Yeah, he gets. Yeah, he gets kept. For Daenerys, I think like. Uh, yeah. Her transformation from Doe-Eyed to the Khaleesi, I think, is pretty impressive over time. But yeah, Mm -hmm. I would say like any given scene, like she's kind of good for a splash page, but her comic book kind of sucks, you know. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right.
0: Yeah, but I think initially she was just brought in to be, you know, for lack of a better term, a pair of tets. And, Mm -hmm. you know, she kind of, the character evolved... And over the course of the time and she evolves into the character, but as the series goes on, she becomes uh I don't know how you describe it. She becomes I wouldn't it I wouldn't say unlikable, but she almost becomes unbearable. Yeah. Where like, you know, some of the scenes and her decision making are just like, oh no, why would you do that? She and, starts she know, starts believing just, her she own she becomes annoying. She starts believing her own
1: press at times, it seems like, later on. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Alright, so yeah, so that that is at the market. Uh we will come back to old dude as he leaves later on. Our next scene is um, Back Out to the Wall, um, and the Morpheus speech. Alright, this is what I was talking about. <laughs> okay. Um if you have to be a long time listening to the podcast about uh if you've ever seen the Matrix, okay, well, let's rewind it all the way back here okay so big hutch and female perspective love the matrix like they saw the matrix they i mean honestly they believe in the matrix they think we're living in a simulation but that's a whole other podcast <laughs> for a different time um okay so yeah they're, they're almost flat earthers all right anyway so they love that movie and so when the second movie came out um they were hyped my uh hutch Bought a, um, a, a cake. I don't know how much of this story you know, bro. he bought a cake, like a red a cake with a red pill and a blue pill on it before the movie. Uh, like he was hyped, and so they went to the movie. If you've ever seen The Matrix Two, it starts out, you know, kind of interesting, and then um, after they make their way to what is it, Zion? I think. Yeah. Yeah. The um, after they make their way to Zion, uh, they have like a, a essentially like an orgy party, but before <laughs> the orgy. Um, uh, Morpheus uh, gives a speech, and it's it's commonly referred to as as the Morpheus speech, where he's I don't know he's shouting things he's saying it's it's overacted it. No, we did. <laughs> I mean, it's really the worst. Okay, so that's a long lead up to basically that uh, Lord Mormont is given a Morpheus speech at the <laughs> beginning of the scene. It's just him saying bunch of words about a bunch of stuff that really, you know, essentially, you know, all the history of being at the wall, which we all know is a bunch of BS. Being at the wall is the biggest pyramid scheme of all time. <laughs> it is an absolute <laughs> joke. Yeah. It is. It is a pyramid scheme. It's an absolute joke. And the people that are there are, you know, nobody is, they say it's honorable. It is not necessarily honorable. It's just a big joke. And, um, that's basically what it is. And so, yeah, but yeah, they're giving out the jobs of what they're going to be because they've completed their basic training or whatever. Jon Snow thinks he's going to be a ranger. He's trained as like a, you know, he's a trained fighter and killer essentially anyway. You know, I'm going to be a ranger just like my uncle Benjamin, you know, I'm going to take his horse or whatever. I don't really care, but yeah, that's that. And then winds up he winds up being, um, was he a squire steward. or a steward? He gets winds up yeah, he winds up getting to a steward for Lord Mormont and he's not happy. And I th was that Eamon? Yeah. I think he thinks Eamon is the one that pushed him in yeah. there and he's not a happy camper at all. Like it's just a long scene to get to that point, you know, and and Eamon or excuse me, and John has to be convinced by Sam to not go in there and start knocking heads and essentially getting himself killed mm-hmm. because he was going to get, you know, for that one thing, he would have gotten beheaded. And he's like, Oh, you know, he's they're training you to be like a, a commander. That's why you're going to, you know, do all the stuff for him, squire and battle and everything. Like everything's cool. And he's like, okay, fine. But you know, I mean, what do you think of that scene, brother? It's, it's a long scene. And there's talk of old gods and new gods and where you're going to take the oath. It's just like, it takes a—it's a big old morphine. Yeah, I
2: mean this is a continuation of when John kind of shows up and he's like, "Uncle Benjamin, when are we going out?" And he's like, "No, you got to work for it." Uh, and yeah. you know, here again, John thinks he's entitled, and because he's the best fighter, he should be a ranger. He didn't have the foresight to see what they're actually setting him up for, but yeah, it, once a uh, once Same gives him his his duties, he's like, "Oh, I got to bring him his food." Yeah, he's like, "Yeah," and change his sheets and do everything else. Yeah. and he's like, he's like, do you take me for a servant? He's like, no, we took you for a, a man of the night watch, the but Knights maybe watch. we were wrong. So he he, yeah, exactly. he takes a little bit of Theon L there as well, and then he has to get reminded yes, like does. what everybody else had to go through to get here, and and uh, yeah, and Sam sort of makes him understand yeah, I, what's yeah. going on. But yeah, John John didn't think this yeah. one through.
0: Yeah, I think that's just when Pip tells yeah. him a story about you know where a, a lord tried to make him touch his cock yeah. or whatever. He's like, yeah, so stop bitching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty good. Stop bitching, man. Yeah. yeah, like I thought you stole a wheel of cheese. Who's gonna talk about somebody trying to touch the cock? <laughs> <"Hey."> <laughs> yeah, I was not. Yeah, yeah so, he's got a point.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's I mean it's a real good scene. Could you could you explain old guys and new guys, right bro? Um, I don't get it.
2: Well, so, the, it's basically like uh, the Christians and the Germanic gods or whatever, but basically the people in the north tend to follow the old gods, which is, uh, I think that's like, there's the, the stranger, the, the mother, the, the soldier, I don't know, there's like seven, of them. if you remember when, when Bran got injured and Caitlin was making little puppets. To leave for him, mm-hmm. and she made the seven. Yes, books. Mm-hmm. actually, I think those mm-hmm. might be the new gods, and then the old gods are basically like the trees and shit. Um, like, just mm-hmm. so it's basically organized yeah. religion came in. That's the new gods. Everything has sort of a name, and it's more of like a connection to the earth or whatever is is the old gods.
0: Okay. Right. Yeah, it's just you know they throw it in there without explanation. I'm sure that's a well if you read the book, kind of situation. Um, yeah. I have I have I have in my notes here on the in the edge there, and then the wall is some bullshit. <laughs> like it's, it's, like it, this idea that like, hey, you gotta go protect whatever. Hey man, yeah. that's shh, that's some bullshit. I ain't going out there. You can kiss my ass. I ain't going. You can cut my head off. Then I ain't going out there. Nope. I don't think so. I got to swear off. What bitches and for,
2: yeah, stuff, like everything. <laughs> everything. Like for what? Ever to sit
0: with around everything. Nah, fuck that shit. That's bullshit. All right. So uh, we leave there. We go back out to king's landing. Um, Renly is back. um, And he is attempting to convince Ned that now is the time to strike and take over the kingdom. And the thing that Brother Beavis alluded to when uh, Robert was given his final decree that he said the rightful heir. And now his name has been mentioned in words, but not we haven't seen him. And I don't actually I don't believe we even see him until season two. They talk about uh, brother, the other brother, it's Robert, Stannis and Renly. And he talks about Stannis, who is the next in line. He would be the rightful heir since none of of the kids that uh, Robert thought he had with Cersei are actually his kids. And so he's saying, like, you know, in the terms of, you know, in succession, he should be the king. And Renly's like, what? I don't think so. We, you know, we need to capture Cersei now and capture uh, Jaffe before they go and they take over this kingdom. And we need we need to take that over. And he's like, oh, that's not the rightful thing to do. Those weren't Robert's last words and blah, 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 blah. And Renly's trying to tell him like this. It doesn't matter. Like these people, you know, Renly knows like there's there's something Mm -hmm. afoot. And um And he's trying to convince Ned, but again, Ned is way too honorable for this situation. And, you know, yeah. And then there's Stannis. But, yeah, there's all this talk about Stannis. He's a great warrior. He's gone to battle twice. Um, But, you know, and Renly tells him, like, do you really think good, like, warriors make good kings? Like, after dealing with Robert for all these years? And, you know, and Ned's just kind of staring at him like, um, well, uh, uh, but, you know. But, yeah. No one... I, 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 even though you haven't seen him yet, it is very established early that nobody gives a damn about Stannis. Stannis is <laughs> another
2: one of these characters, like Tywin, that we hear a lot about before we even meet him and about right. how much of assholes they yeah. are. And they are both assholes and they both do a great job in their roles. Yes, they do.
0: Yes, they do. The um, only reason I'm looking forward to Stannis yeah. is because of the race. Oh, Witch. yeah. Oh, oh boy yeah no problem that's the only reason i'm looking forward to stannis uh so yeah and so yeah then and that's basically it and you know that scene shifts to another scene at king's landing where ned is in his office and he takes one of his soldiers and tells him to go to dragonstone take this note uh which it basically says like hey your brother died i mean i'm assuming your brother died you're next in line of the throne you should be a king and take this to him. Don't leave it with his squire. Don't leave it with his wife. I need you to put this in his hands. And as he's leaving, then Littlefinger comes in. And this is a great scene too. It's basically, you know, Ned's, te- you know, Ned tells him like, hey, you know, uh, none of those kids were Roberts or whatever. And the look on uh, um, Littlefinger's face, he doesn't even pause because he yeah. already knew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He doesn't blink an eye. He was just trying to see, like, if Ned figured out what he wanted to do about it. Now, his thought is, like, all right, well, we, uh, you know, let Jaffe become king. And, you know, then we can manipulate him. And if he does something wrong, we'll expose him. And then we'll make Renly to be the king. And he's like, no, but with Stannis, he's like, Stannis? No, 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 no. <laughs> <He's> like, <"Whoa." laughs> no, no. Not Stannis. Anybody but Stannis. And you know, <clears> and, <throat> I have my note in here. It says Littlefinger recognizes Ned's yep. bullshit because Ned comes to him. He's like, "Hey, um, okay, so if we're gonna do this, we're gonna need to do it a certain way." And you know, Brother Beaver's explained how he tries to convince him to do you know, what he needs to do with the King's guard
2: Yeah. So all of Ned's, uh, all of Ned's guys have already basically been killed. And so he's like, the queen yeah, has enough personal guards. I need the gold cloaks. Uh, and uh, mm-hmm. he's like, uh, are you sure about that? Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Littlefinger's like, he's like trying to explain to him how things are going to work. He's sort of giving him a chance, but Ned only wants to do it one way.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah he's, he's too honorable for his own Normal good. Normal idiot. Um, and and a noble idiot and you know as a theme on this show too doing the right thing doesn't necessarily um have positive outcomes and um yeah and so he says you know all right you know the gold cloaks are going to follow whoever pays them the most money and you know it, it's kind of like okay i guess you're going to be the one that does it you know he's going to pay him the most money and it's like oh okay and that's it it, it this is a, it's a great scene, like I said, for Littlefinger, just because like none of the stuff that happened in this and th- how this unfolded, he didn't know about. He knew about all of it, and he knows how it's going to unfold too. Like it, I know everything, and you know, and that's essentially the, you know his whole story of through this whole thing is like yeah I, I'm gonna know everything about anything, and I think there's a line later on in the series. He was like, if you look at every possible scenario, every possible situation, you'll never be surprised, right. and that's basically what he is here and I mean it's just a great scene for him and you know you're looking through the hourglass you can see the the stuff starting to tick on Ned I mean that's basically how it, it starts to look mm-hmm. and you know watching this the first time as we get to our final scene here watching it the first time I don't know that we necessarily I don't necessarily think that I saw coming what's actually going to happen so whatever uh, I think I skipped a scene though the, the at, out at the no, tree. When after. is the damn tree after. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. So the weirwoods, okay, so the trees are the symbol, the, of, of the sign of the old gods, and so they go take, the take the the knights. take the oath of the knights' watch. Yeah, yeah, just like his uncle. And then his uncle made the, the same pledge.
1: Yeah.
2: Ghost is out there with for the for the oath, and then he comes back with a severed hand in his mouth.
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
2: like way to ruin the party.
0: <laughs> Thanks, ghost yeah and that becomes uh you know that kind of plays itself out in episode eight um but yeah it's i mean it's again like i said the stuff at the wall was least interesting this week and and again generally speaking until next season i think a lot of the stuff at the wall is kind of uninteresting uh just because of kind of the characters that are there but i mean it has its moments but yeah so yeah we get to the final scene here um as Ned makes his decision to um, uh, what to see what's going to happen here? Like no, who's there's going a Khaleesi
2: to scene next? Where they go back? Oh, what did that means Yeah, for some, so they, some, oh yeah, yeah some big got, scene. My bad. They got the poisoner, and he's his punishment is he's going to have to ride behind the Calisar until basically he dies. And uh, she's yeah. coming <clears> to <throat> she's she's coming to terms with like she thought she was out of. Robert's grasp, and she now she knows he still wants. She still wants her dead, and um, I think this is where Cal then makes a commitment to go win the Iron Throne for her.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Water, no water, good yeah. now. Yeah, water good. He, now he's yeah, embracing he his Aquaman, and, his future Aquaman heritage. Yes. <laughs> he, make, he makes. Yeah. He comes in and. Yeah, he makes. He makes a,
1: quite an impassioned and, speech, though I was actually
0: pretty impressed yes and <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah and I've never noticed I have to probably read uh, Wikipedia or whatever but like I'm wondering what language is Dothrock like or what mix of languages that they right. did to get that there because I mean uh, uh, Cal Drago or Jason Momoa is not the greatest actor <laughs> um but he had to commit to this to learn whatever that was because yeah. I mean he really goes off on this scene um I mean he goes off and the thing I was watching it and I have it in my notes here too. Um Khaleesi's like turned on by this one. My wife made mention of it too. She's like, well, she trying she all you know, getting worried <laughs> watching like, Yeah. Yeah.
2: And Jora, like, Jora, who set, set this whole thing up for. is getting rewarded for saving her. That that's the messed up part too. Right? Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and he does, yeah. Man, you you're very good, man. Because my um uh, my note here says, Jorah, thank you. No, don't try to dick my wife. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, because Jorah is smitten for sure with Khaleesi, which is really weird, but it's also not weird because we're putting modern, um, modern uh, kind of sensibilities on fake fictional time or whatever mm-hmm. because i guess she's supposed to, i think at the start that she was like 15 or 16 years old and jorah is definitely not 15 <laughs> or 16 so like in modern times yes that would be you know a weird freaky call of police or whatever but i guess medievally or whatever maybe it wouldn't matter but this is also fictional made up because it has dragons all right so um yeah he, he makes a passion speech and he's gonna go capture the crown now and then we do get a chance to see old boy get dragged uh, through there with his dick out. Um, I like, hey, uh, that's not the N word. Cal does sport. cut quite uh, the promos. Cal cuts a promo on <laughs> all of Westeros. Yeah, he does. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <Chichota>! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did I put that in the notes? I'm, not, I'm looking at my notes. Did I, did I put that in my notes? I don't know uh, if I did, because I, I had two sets. I On one of my sets of those, I, I put Kyle cuts a shoot uh, <laughs> in, in a <laughs> I did put it in one of them. All right. So, yeah, he's pissed. Um, yeah, and that's, I mean, that's that scene. She gets happy, like, horny or whatever, watching him do it. And, like, yeah, Jorah's, that's weird. That Jorah's like, yeah, you know, you're, whatever. But it, it, it plays itself out. All right. Scene twelve. The king is dead. It's our final scene here as we start to wrap up seasons uh, or episode seven. Um, somebody comes out and we are like, "Yeah, the king is dead." When they head to the throne room, or before they head into the throne room, or whatever, um, Ned meets up with Littlefinger. He tells him, "The gold cloaks are yours. You know, let's go do this. You know, ready, team, go. One, two, three. All right." And Ned feels very happy about going in there. He gets in there. Joffrey's sitting on the throne. And he's basically taking you know oaths of fealty and, and devotion to him, and um, yeah, uh, it's not going to really work out. And it's <laughs> like, hey, you know, who <laughs> would have put it? Like, wait a second, why? Are, yeah, why are you sitting in this chair, man? Like, um, you know, he takes out the thing from ro- you know Robert's final decree, whatever he gives it. What I can never remember that soldier's name, the leader of the the city guard. What's oh, his name? Janos Slint yes he's like hey your your uh, honor could never be challenged or whatever so he gives it and he's like hey it's got the king's seal on it he's like you know okay and he breaks it open and basically it says Ned's supposed to be whatever until you know the rightful heir comes to whatever and then boom and so he gives it to Khaleesi, or to, Khaleesi to Cersei and then she's like paper Nick <laughs> really <laughs> this go, thanks gonna say pretty it. much <laughs> You really think? You really think paper is gonna save you? And she shreds it up, and it's like, yeah, no, you're, this is not happening. We have a new king now. Joffrey's the king. He's like, I'll let you go back to Winterfell if you bend the knee. Um, he's like, well, first off, I don't know if I could actually bend. His knee <laughs> his brother, his friends <laughs> stuck a damn spear through it. But on top of that, uh, you know, he's like, you're not. He's not a rightful heir. And, you know, this is not supposed to happen. He doesn't want any bloodshed shed in here and there. Uh, Joffrey's like, forget that, kill him. And, you know, we get this a battle off between, you know, the people that are supposed to be um, loyal to Ned and then the other guards that are there. And it's just like, all right, we don't want this to happen, and then it happens anyway. And essentially, all the people that Ned thought was on his side are not. <laughs> and they just start killing the people that were closest to him. And it's just like, and <laughs> if you go back and look, Ned's face is straight Scooby-Doo, man. Oh, what? he's like looking around, like, what's going I'm on? I'm looking at him right and before like
2: Barristan reads the letter, and he's like, I got
0: this shit. I got this shit. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Like, he, he pulled Maggie May out of his Trump. Dude. He's like, oh, yeah, no, we're good. Yeah, we're good. Now, y'all, 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 y'all know, like, I got this. And, you know, my boy, my best friend, my whatever told me this before he died. Like, yeah, um, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And um, and, and to top it off, the person that he told was told him don't trust him. And even though he thought he could trust him because he wanted to dig down his wife, uh, he turns on him. He's like, mm, I told you not to trust me. His little finger puts a knife to his throat. Cut in scene. End of the episode. I mean, and it happens fast. Yeah, like, at the end, it's like boom, boom, boom. And then that's it. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, final scene. What did you think, uh, uh, Sammy? Yeah, this was
1: the scene. I, I, I was uh, telling you guys earlier after I watched it again. How uh, I knew it was coming. And I was still struck by how sad I was after that, that like he was so, mm-hmm. that Ned, you know, thought he had, uh, thought he was good, marches into the throne room with his boys, and just like that, they betray him, or whoever was on his side gets basically yeah. stabbed, and and uh, Littlefinger's like, yeah, I, I told you this was going to happen, didn't I? I told you, didn't I? <laughs> and I was like, "That was this was the episode that really, really educated me on what to expect, from this, uh, the the uh, this series really, even despite of what we were already seen, I was like, oh, okay, they ain't afraid to do shit. And yeah. <laughs> this was the episode that did it. They ain't
0: afraid to yeah, do yeah, shit. Yeah. So, they, um, and you know, and and yeah. and moving forward, you, I mean, you still, as you watch like episode eight or whatever, you just like, well, you know, because you're so tuned into like, well, you know, how they gonna figure this out? You know, I know things look bad for the hero right now, but you know. Eventually, you know, enough TV shows and books have taught me that eventually he's going to figure this out and, you know, he's going to grab his damsel and in distress and, you know, head out into the sunset. Mm, er, <laughs> not so much. Not exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, final scene, brother people. Yeah, famous.
2: I mean, Ned just, like, he can't imagine a world that, that doesn't follow the rules. And uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. he, he just, he, he would a good way of he putting just, it he was doomed as soon as he stepped foot i don't know like a, a bunch of people told him that like you were doomed as soon as you got to uh to king's landing it's just that's just not where he thrives yeah. and uh yeah as soon as order yeah. fell yeah. apart he
0: just he had no idea what to do yeah no yeah and it's just you know and it's a sad state of affairs for him and it you know as the story progresses as we get into the other episodes or whatever it's just like dang dang oh, dang, you know, and it doesn't, you know, it, 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 you know, it's the slippery slope and it just keeps, you know, going down faster and faster every single time and, you know, you feel bad for the dude uh, as, as it keeps going on and on because he clearly didn't see it coming even though everybody else told him that it was going to happen. So, mm-hmm. oh, all right. All right, so who wins the week then? Okay, you have to think about it. who wins the week as a character uh, through this, you know, through episode seven. Ooh, Sandman. Uh, who wins the week. Um,
1: I have I'm gonna go with Cersei. even though she was almost denied her prize to her son on the throne. Uh she still managed to worm her way around it, you know, and get that little bastard on the throne and oh my god, the things that are ahead of us <laughs> now with that son of a bitch on the throne. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, I
0: got Cersei. Okay. All right. Uh Brother Beavis who wins yeah, the I week. I think
2: that's a good pick. I think, you know, Littlefinger was right in the heart of that too. I'm in, I'd be inclined to go with mm-hmm. based on the strength of that promo, I, I might go with Cal Drogo. <laughs> <laughs> Cause he did everything but the crotch shop. I mean he was he was hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did.
0: Yeah, he was hot. I mean there's spittle and everything. I mean he really goes off. Um He really goes off. Yeah, if I had to give it, I would probably give it. I can't give Littlefinger a win there because I don't think that's really what his purpose was, not trying to win. It was just trying to, you know, kind of stay with the status quo. Cersei's goal was to win. Like, what she wanted to happen absolutely happened. So I'd have to give it to her. Um, As, you know, again, as much as, like, I I just as a character I just don't like, I'd have to give it to her. Alright, so we break the episodes, too. So, where are we at, Brother Beavis, on a scale of 1 to 10, episode 7.
2: Yeah, it's a tough one, because this is a, you know, it's sort of a a monumental issue in that you have the, uh, issue. I think I call comic books episodes and TV episodes issues, but whatever. You do. Uh, Because you have the death of King Robert, you have the crowning of, of, well, not crowning, but you've got Joffrey, um, Mm you know, Cal Drogo makes this commitment, but it's, it, a lot of it still feels like setup of things to come. Um, so, you mm. know, it's it's probably like seven or eight for me.
0: Mm, okay, seven or eight. Sammy? Uh, yeah, about the
1: same range. Uh, and we've seen some better issues, uh, some issues, episodes, <laughs> but there are... <laughs> <laughs> it's contagious. Yeah, right. But, um... There are still major things that went down in this, so I can't give it a very low rating. Uh, so I would, I would give it an eight.
0: Mm, okay. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably be there too. Like I said, the stuff at the wall slowed the episode down like so dramatically. Like mm. each scene, you know, from the missing horse to the Morpheus speech to the praying to trees all that stuff just is, uh, the wall is bullshit like I said it's in my notes it's just bullshit a lot of the stuff that's there it just slows the episodes down and I just don't care for it but um, like well, I said plus, we're, plus for we you it season didn't two, have I mean, in it so
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is also true uh, and, you know and I think actually both of them don't make an, uh, an appearance here but it's rectified very shortly um, as we get into the next episode. So, yeah, so we're, we're trying, uh, to effort these, these episodes out a little bit quicker. We're not,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, we're efforting season one. Uh, you know, again, if you, again, if you already listened to the brothers comics, uh, podcast or whatever, whichever ones you listen to for this, you know, we, we got we a bunch of them going on at the same time, and, you know, we're all busy adults, and we're not getting paid for any of this. So <laughs> it's a little bit difficult for us to kind of match the times together sometimes to get these in, you know. And But we are – I think we've determined a schedule that's going to actually work out a little bit, so we're, we're looking good on that. Uh, these two gentlemen are also uh, the co-hosts of the Moral Hacks. Um, which we normally record in this particular session, but we're going to record it here in a little bit uh, or in a later part of the week. But yeah, so just, uh, be hanging on. We, we, we got your backs. Uh, we're going to get you out of season one here very, very shortly. And, um, that's about it really. All right. So we start to wrap up. Um, oh man, I was going to say last night in association, that's the NBA show. Uh, I know what you did last winter. Uh, maybe you'll be able to find this podcast on Southbound, iTunes, Stitcher, Google play. um, Podbean, rate, review, subscribe, uh, part of the Brothers Comics Podcasting Network, find show, find your life, all those types of things. Uh, Yeah, so good work, good job. All right, uh, Brother Beavis. Oh, no, they can't find you anywhere. Sandman, say where they can find you.
1: Uh, You can always find me on the Twitters at Sandman415. Drop me a line and I'm always on. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) that's
0: it. Yeah, he'll get back to you. Uh, brother b this is in the ether and you can find me at brothers comics on facebook instagram twitter at brothers comics b-r-o-t-h-a-s-c-o-m-i-c-s uh and on tumblr now i'm doing tumblr because it's, it's just pictures that's easy for me. <laughs> so i don't have to write anything it's perfect so yeah so that's it so as the uh game of thrones music starts to play us out sandman go ahead and say good night
1: all right so i'm uh Sir Sam man getting on his horse and heading the hell out of uh, King's Landing 'cause shit is crazy. Uh, we will see you next episode.
0: Stay away from the water, man. <laughs> stay away see from up, the sir. water. It's not a good look if you're riding horses. today. stay away from the uh, water, brother Beavis. Yeah, I'll
2: try and grab Ned on the way out, but I don't think I can get him. So.
0: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Better head to them dungeons. Oops, a spoiler alert. All right, we'll see you guys on the other side of the of the big water. <laughs> Peace. You.